Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the VIP Ignite Podcast. I'm your host, Janine White. Tonight I am going to be speaking with Michael Thompkin, the Vice President of New Business Development of VIP Ignite, on how to address cyberbullies. Not too long ago we had a girl who was interviewed on the podcast who was the victim of some cyberbullying by people in her community. So we wanted to take some time to address that because the more you rise in fame and the more that you come to the lot to the forefront of your industry and the more success you find, the more you're going to find that there are people who are not necessarily supportive of you. Bullying is something that is definitely on the rise because people don't feel like they have accountability. People feel like they can just say whatever they want behind a keyboard. So this is definitely something that we need to address. If you are listening to this podcast, then you are definitely someone who can stand to learn about this topic. So I'm really excited to um, just have a chance to talk to Michael about this topic. So if you go on and you look up the definition of bully, it's someone who uses superior strength or influence to intimidate someone, him or her to do what one wants. That doesn't necessarily have to be um, the case when it comes to bullying online. A lot of times people are just, they feel like they can say whatever they want and push you around. So this is something that um, VIP Ignite takes very seriously. So I'm very excited to have Michael on the show with us this evening to discuss this. Hey, Michael, how are you doing today? I'm doing excellent. How are you? Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. That's excellent. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm so excited to be here. So um, So what is new since we talked to you last? Uh, well, we just had our big grand opening down here in Miami at the Magma Talent Offices, ICP. Uh, we had talent flying in from all over the country. We had a big photo shoot. We had the uh, the head of uh, Louis Vuitton and Oscar de la Renta here is one of the casting directors for them. Uh, we had First Contact Productions, which is like one of the largest production companies here in Miami. Um, They handle everything from Gaga to uh, Nike and Adidas to all the big ads that are shot down here. Um, We actually got to meet with uh, a lot of the local agencies and production companies and producers. Um, It was was an incredible three days. Um, Just really, um, really tremendous market for talent down here. Tons of opportunities, tons of exciting things going on. Actually, one of our talent, um, flew in from Colorado. He was brand new. He's a part of our inner circle, a uh, gentleman by the name of Nick, um, kind of like a fitness guy, you know, really great shape. Um, so he was doing some of, um, you know, he was doing the photo shoot, um, first photo shoot ever, never did anything like this before. And literally um, some of the photos came out so fantastic. We actually sent them up to one of our agencies up in New York. They literally from Miami flew him up to New York City um, he's only been in New York City now for about 48 hours. He's already done three photo shoots. He's already cast next week for a new TV show. He's going to be on set for three okay. days, um, literally just blowing up New York. So literally, it just goes to show you that people, you know, it doesn't matter where you're from, 
Um, you know, doesn't matter where you live in the United States, if you got the right attitude, you got surrounded by the right people, and you're willing to actually, you know, go to the entertainment industry because the entertainment industry is not being willing to come to you, and you're willing to invest that time, energy um, into your career. Literally, like things could just take off so quickly. So it was just a really phenomenal experience for everybody that was in attendance here. That's so awesome. Very it sounds like it was a fantastic event. Yeah, yeah, it was, awesome. it was really, it was very great. Yeah. Awesome. I'm, yep, I'm glad to hear everything went so well. That's awesome. Yeah, it did. So, fantastic. Perfect. So our topic of the evening is cyberbullying. I was telling the audience that a couple of weeks ago, um, one of the girls that I interviewed on the podcast um, had some people that were saying some really terrible things about her. So that is something that um, anyone who is on the rise will deal with eventually because eventually the more popular you become and the more successful you become, the more people kind of want to dull your shine. So um, can you give some recommendations to people about, like, how like how do you deal with that? I'm sure that you deal with people who are jealous of your success all of the time. So how do you tell do you deal with that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's kind of first like kind of separate because there's actually uh, a couple of different things when you're dealing with people online. You have what's like considered cyber bullies and then you have what's considered cyber terrorism. Um, and I think um, a few years ago when people heard those words, you know, maybe as little as two, three years ago, um, people would just always look at you like you were strange. Like they just had no idea. Cyber bully, like, you know, what is that? you know, pull up your big boy pants, like somebody picking on you online, oh, you know, little baby. Um, not realizing yeah. the devastation that, that cyber bullies has on, on, on young people. And, you know, and, and it, just, it, it can be something as simple as just somebody, you know, tagging you in a post, somebody making fun of your weight, somebody making fun of something you're wearing. Um, you know, I think the LGBT, LGBT community um, brought a lot of light to that. Um, you know, what people would be making fun of somebody who's transgender or somebody who's gay or, you know, openly gay and so forth. Um, and, you know, I think that the, the hashtag Me Too movement brought a lot of light to that. I think it's a, it's a little bit of a strong, more stronger subject, but, you know, with people being harassed online, you know, or, 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 or shamed for something they're wearing. So, you know, it's a it's a big problem, and and from what I found from my experience, for most people who are are picking on other people, um, uh, honestly, they're really lonely, <laughs> twisted individuals. Like, there's really Definitely. there's no need to be negative. Um, the number one rule um, I like that we go by here. You know, when when my team has to deal with something like that, so they'll come to me and they'll be like, "Hey, Mike, there's you know somebody's writing something nasty on one of the postings, or somebody's picking on one of the talent." Um, the first thing, you know, our first call to action, what we like to have is don't feed the trolls. Okay. So the saying is don't feed the trolls, which means if somebody's trolling you or somebody's cyber bullying you, um, y you need to not engage them. Like most people's first reaction is to want to like, you know, respond back. And all you're doing is when yeah. you're responding back is you're giving the person the satisfaction of acknowledging that they bothered you. Okay. And there used to be yep. a time when somebody was attacking your Facebook page or your Twitter page or your, you know, your Instagram and so forth, where there was nothing you could do. Like you literally would have to sit there and just watch yourself be like, you know, 
torn apart by somebody. Then, you know, their friends would see it, so their friends would chime in. And, and people, honestly, at the end of the day, a lot of them don't realize how mean they are. They just think it's funny. Um, but what's yeah. really great is, is, A, you don't respond back. But, B, um, you know, and I, I really have to say I have to give credit where credit is due. Uh, the social media companies today have really stepped up to the plate. And now if somebody's really attacking your page, you block them. <laughs> like literally you just go in, you click on them, you block them, you confirm you want to block them. Each one of the social medias kind of has a little bit of a different way of doing that. Um, but from there you would block them and then you would just delete the comment. Um, and, and then, you know, some people, you know, today on Instagram, a lot of, you know, younger people, they'll have like 14 different accounts. They have one account where they're, you know, for their parents, where they're showing pictures of them with grandma, but then like they have their secret account, you know, where they're showing pictures of themselves, you know, doing God knows what, hanging off of buildings or, or doing some type of illegal activities, you know, it's what trolls do. So, um, mm-hmm. so usually what you do is they'll still attack you with the next account. Same thing. You just block them and you just delete the comment and eventually they just run out of steam. Um, there's really not a lot more you can do other than that. Like, you know, if you write to Facebook, you write to Google, you write to these companies, um, they, they pretty much consider it freedom of speech. Um, they, they, they'll send you back a message where it just pretty much says, hey, we really can't do anything about this unless the person is, like, threatening your life or, or, or exposing personal information such as your Social Security number or your home address. There's really nothing that they do. Um, there are a lot of laws that are trying to get placed to prevent this, but it is kind of like a thin line when you think about it. You know, it's like who's to say, you know, uh, what's a, what's an opinion versus an attack, you know, and so forth. Um, if you're in the public spotlight, you know, if you're a celebrity, um, pretty much anything goes other than like, you know, harsh threats um, where they just figure, you know, you're in the public spotlight. And it's almost like it's like a like comedy, like spoofing the person, making fun of them. Um, that's technically legal. Now, cyber terrorism is, is, is going another level. That's where you're posting pictures of the person's home. You're posting information such as, I saw you leave your house at 3 p.m. Uh, you are walking your dog. Um, they're actually crossing over and showing up, you know, maybe at your place of business, at your place of school. Um, you know, in situations like that, um, you need to call 911. You need to call the police. Um, depending upon, you know, where you live, if you're being attacked by somebody from out of state, a lot of times you're going to get the response. Your local police department's going to go, there's nothing we can do um, because it's not our jurisdiction. You need, you know, special resources. We don't have the capabilities. Um, a lot of police, state, a lot of, you know, local police are kind of getting a little bit more, um, you know, up on this. They're getting a little bit more smarter and they're getting more engaged. You got to realize, you know, technology and court systems, you know, judges are usually older. You know, most judges now mm-hmm. are familiar with email. They're familiar. They know what social media is, but they don't really understand, you know, how this works. And, and there are really not a lot of laws in place. You know, Europe is a lot more up to date with these things, but here in the United States, um, you know, and, and, you know, a lot of times if it really comes down to it, if you have to just kind of, you know, pause your social media, put your, you know, your, your 
accounts on private and so forth, um, you know, until this dies down, then that's something you have to do. But if somebody's, you know, is really entering your life, you need to, you know, go to the local police. If the local police will not do anything, then you really need to reach out. There, you know, there are sites online that you can search out for, or you have to contact an attorney. Um, but it's really, it's a terrifying thing for somebody who's never been through it, you know, like some of our talent that are brand new to the industry and, you know, maybe they'll land a role on a TV show and they're just so happy. They're like, oh my God, like, you know, here I am, I'm living my dreams. And all of a sudden, you know, somebody just wants to attack them and make fun of them and, and belittle them or, you know, and a lot of these people, you know, people who are haters online caught in like what's called, what I like to call as an echo chamber. And an echo chamber is where, you know, if you, you know, say you go to Google and you search, is the earth flat? Well, guess what? Google is mm-hmm. going to give you information on why the earth is flat. So now all of a sudden the person who's reading that, based upon their original bias, based upon their false belief at the beginning, they're now reinforcing that false belief by searching out and reading information that, that acknowledges that their false belief is true, right? It's like people okay. with 9-11 yeah. or Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook's a great example you know, the, the, you know, the tragedy that happened there, the tragedy that, you know, I just happened to have the opportunity, uh, you know, while here in Florida to go up to Stillman Douglas High School to pay my respects. And, you know, literally, you know, you, you know, as you're, you know, you're sitting there seeing this devastation to this community. And, you know, there are people online who go, well, that never happened. It was fake. It's, it's the government. Those were actors. And, you know, and people start harassing the doctors and harassing the families. You know, there were gentlemen who, why well, we want to see the bodies, you know, for the, the, the kids, go dig them up. So, you know, <laughs> the Internet opens up the world to so many possibilities of knowledge and information and just transform the world. Like, literally think about, you know, if the Internet just went away tomorrow. But at the same time, it's just like a dark alley. You know, it's just you, you just have to learn how to use the tools. You just have to be able to stay strong and, like I said, not engage those people. And when it crosses over to, you know, um, people interfering into your life, you have to be able to dial 911 or or contact an attorney. You know, the last thing you need to do is to, you know, engage these people. Because if you engage these people, I I can tell you 100%, without a doubt, it just becomes worse because then you fed the troll. So now the troll got acknowledgement, so now they're just going to go even harder. And, you know, I've seen people create websites and videos. And, like, I'm like, don't these people have lives? But sometimes there's a hidden (laughs) agenda, you know. A lot of times people don't realize that a lot of these hate sites, like there are sites like the Ripoff Report and, and, you know, all these other crazy sites that are out there just to spread, you know, hate, they're all based upon advertising. So people who are going on these sites, they're utilizing, you know, words like ripoff, scam, you know, con artist for people because it's, it's an automatic response for people to click on something negative, right? People like it's like, it's like, like think about like when there's a, a traffic accident People don't just drive by the traffic accident. Everybody has to stop, turn their head, and stare at it. People, it's like the news. Yep. People just, you know, they're attracted to negative energy. Um, you, you know, and you just have to be, once you kind of realize the psychology of, of how the Internet works and how people work, and you're able to step out of that, you're actually stepping out of that echo chamber of hate. You know, you just, you have to pull yourself out and just realize, you know what? It doesn't matter that somebody who they're out there doesn't like me. Who cares, right? You know, Eminem always likes to say, if you don't have haters, you're not doing anything. You're not you're not causing actions, reactions out in the marketplace. 
So if you want to be a model, actor, musician, and so forth, you're going to deal with it, right? Not everyone yeah. loves Lady Gaga. Not everyone loves the Rolling Stones. Not everyone loves Elvis Presley or Justin Bieber. There's always going to be critics out there that are real critics, and sometimes your critics can give you great advice. Sometimes they may point something out. You know, we I've I've had haters who you know were like grammar Nazis who will point out a, a misspelling on a page or something like that. And they may be attacking the company based upon, oh, the company can't be real because there's a misspelling or a typo. Okay. In reality, kind of helped us find something that, you know, one of the editors missed, you know, just because they were typing so fast or there was a deadline or something. You know, I've seen it all the time on gaming sites and on news sites, you know, where a reporter or correspondent will make a simple typo and they go back in and they edit and they fixed it. But if you look in the comments, there's like 14 comments down there. Somebody saying the reporter should be fired because they made a typo. Listen, everyone's going to yeah. make mistakes. There's no such thing in perfection in life, and you have to deal with it. You know, all you have to do is you yourself know that you wake up every day, the sun shines, the sun rises, you get up, you work out, you do the best by people, you provide value to people, tremendous value to people, you over-deliver in everything you do, you believe in yourself, you work hard, and you're going to find, you know, 99% of the people love you. It's never going to be 100%, but who cares about that 1%? It's the 99% yeah. that matters. The 1%, they don't matter. They're, they're just negative energy, and that's just how they're always going to be. And if you, always, if you ever get involved with people like that, you'll always find that negative people attract negative people. They're the people that, you know, it's always cloudy in their day. You know, I see all the time people, oh, my phone bill's too high, my cable bill's too high. We can't, we can't get Netflix. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cancel, cancel your cable. Yeah. Like, why are you complaining about your bill? That's just how life works. Costs yeah. money to do. It costs money to 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 live. Costs money for rent, for a car, to have nice things. It costs money to take care of people. Whether you know, if you want to donate, you know, dedicate your life to helping others, you need to start a foundation. You need to raise money. You know, it's just part of how this world is. And a lot of times, the negative people, at the end of the day, they're just they're just lazy, and they and they just have a hole in their heart. They're unhappy with themselves. They're depressed about themselves. And rather than going out and seeking a mentor or seeking a way to educate themselves, they just take their anger out on others. And that's really what it comes down to. So when I see people who are haters, you know what? The first thing I do is I have pity on them, but I don't engage them and I block them out of my life because you can't save everybody. And if you try to save them or you try to engage with them, you're just going to find yourself, you know, in a world, you're going to dedicate so much time and energy to something that's not beneficial to anyone when you could have put that time and energy into benefiting your life. And by benefiting your life and becoming successful, you're able to give back to so many others. So at the end of the day, that's really like my best advice with dealing with, with haters, cyber bullies, cyber terrorism, and so forth. Yeah. I mean, that makes a lot of sense, but what's like, what do you do when it's someone that's close to you? That's like being a bully to you. Like when you're like, okay, you know what, this is, I'm really excited. And then they are like, well, you know what? Like you suck and you're never going to be successful. That's a great question. Like how, like how do you deal with that? Yeah, we, 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 we deal with that all the time. Um, you know, I, you know, I used to always have a saying, you know, somebody would be married and I'm interested in mine. Like, well, does your husband support this? Well, not really. I'm like, well, sweetie, you need to get a new husband. <laughs> like, you need to trade him in for a newer model. You know, same thing for a wife. Um, you know, and that, that used to be what I used to tell people all the time. Like, you really just have to change your circle. Um, at the end of the day, uh, if it's somebody who's close to you, um, honestly, you need to sit down with them. 
Like you need to take, you need to reach down inside of yourself, pull up that courage. And you, usually it's kind of like, there's like always like some, you know, there's the, the person who's the more dominant one in the, in, in the relationship. And I don't care if it's a brother and sister, husband, wife, mother, father, you know, so forth, boyfriend, girlfriend, there's always somebody who's a little bit more dominant in the relationship. And usually I always find when that person is the one who's not the dominant one is that the, the other person, the other person at the end of the day, they're, they're, they're engaging with this in you because they have a fear of losing you. They have a fear that you're going to become more than them. You're going to change your circle of friends. You're going to change your relationship. And to be honest with you, they're right. You know, like I, I've seen so many times where, you know, somebody grows in this business and now all of a sudden their circle of friends is going to change. Um, their outlook on life is going to change. Their, their knowledge of the world. You know, imagine you have the opportunity to travel around the world you know, going to various countries, meeting different cultures. When you come back to the world that you left, those people that were there, they're, they're, you're no longer the same person. They're, they're no yep. longer the same person. So unless somebody's willing to come along with you and share that journey and share that path, you have to realize at the end of the day, you know, everyone, everyone has the same amount of time. We all have 24 hours a day, and how we're going to choose to spend that time, where we're going to spend that time, how we're going to spend that time, and who we're going to spend that time with, time is our most valuable resource. You know, money, you can make money, you know, in millions of ways. You can write a book. You can go, you know, uh, bag groceries if you have to. Go deliver for Amazon. Like, work for Uber. There's so many ways. Money is always replaceable, you know. I've, I've worked with people who have made tens of millions of dollars, lost tens of millions and made it back again. And the one thing that yeah. they'll always tell you is, is money is just is a, um, is a result of success. Money is not the end goal, but time is your most valuable resource. So if the people that are sitting, you know, surrounding you and the people that are closest to you, it's probably one of the hardest things in the world for somebody to have to do is to be able to sit down and say, listen, this is my dream. This is what I want to do. And, you know, each day you're kind of putting me down. And, you know, honestly, at the beginning, I would expect them to kind of push back, you know, but if they really can, yeah. they really love you, you know, they're going to, they're going to understand. And if they can at the beginning, then you have to change your circle because if not, you're never going to grow. You're never going to become more than what you, you're never going to become more than what you are. And at the end of the day, that's what life is about. It's about new experiences at the end of your life. All the money, all the all the gadgets, all the trinkets won't matter. At the end of your life, all you're going to have are those memories, those moments. That's what life's about, is creating those moments, creating those memories that are chained together, and that becomes the story of your life. And if the story of your life is going to end with, well, I can't do this because this person is holding me back, and it may be the closest person to you at that moment in your life, well, guess what? you know, God, the universe, so forth, they're, they're sending you a signal to say, hey, you need to change your pattern, how you interact with them, because if not, you're going to be stuck at that one moment and you're going to lose out on so many experiences. And it doesn't matter if you're 22, 15, or 62. You know, you have your whole life ahead of you. That's what you have in front of you. Every moment, every second, every, every, every hour. Is, is how are you going to spend it? Are you maximizing it? Are you enjoying your life? Are you doing things to help others? Are you doing things to better yourself? If you're sitting there and you're, you're, you're concerned and your nerves and, and what's tormenting you, keeping you up at night, is that this person is holding you back, 
you need to make a, a dramatic change. People make the biggest changes of their life when they feel the most pain, honestly. That's, the, that's that moment true. when you decide you're going to make a decision is that that moment is that's when your whole life changes. So if that, and usually most people will not, they don't respond to small pains, but those huge pains where they just can't take it anymore. I just, I have to live my life. And when it's just like, he's holding me back, she's holding me back. That's when change happens. And sometimes that's for the best. But when you can learn to recognize, you know, those little moments that are holding you back, that's when you can dramatically maximize your time, maximize your life and do incredible things with it. That's the absolute truth. Like so many people are um, paralyzed by fear and it's not always fear of themselves. Like I think, we talked. I think we talked about this one week. Like the fear of success holds a lot of people back because the pain point of being successful. Being successful sounds so great on paper, and it sounds so great. Like when you do a vision board and when you journal about it. But when you actually take into account what it takes to be successful, which many times or most times, at least in my experience, the more successful I become, the more people I do have to leave behind. And like it's like it's like it's that's not an easy thing to do. So like you, I no, absolutely you not. The nails on the head because like if you want to yeah. be successful, like you have to put in the work. Like we we talk about this all the time on the on the podcast. It's like it's our theme right now. Like you have to have yeah. a vision for where you're going. You have to put in the hard work. You have to be willing to deal with the pain points, and like you have to have like a very Thank clear you. You idea of learn, where you're you going. You want to learn how to swim? You got to let go of the side of the pool. You have to be able to let go. Yeah, you, if you if you don't let yeah. go, you're never going to learn how to swim. If you want to learn how to fly, you know, you want to learn how to parachute, you have to be able to let go of that plane. You have to be able to let go of those people in your life that are holding you back. And you know what? I'm going to tell you a little yep. secret. They will come around. They will come around, and then they will make this realization, and they will be the first ones to say, you know what? I am sorry. I'm sorry that I wasn't there for you. I'm sorry I wasn't there to support you. You know, and at that point, you know, you know my best advice is you, you accept their apology. You know, but if, yeah, if, exactly. if, if that doesn't ever happen and that's what you're waiting for, it's the same thing. You, you, you let go, but you're still holding on emotionally. You may have let go physically. Yeah. You may have moved out. You may be in New York, maybe in California. But if you're still holding on emotionally, it's, you're going to have that look on your face everywhere you go where people say, what's wrong? You're like, oh, nothing. And you might not even realize it's the thing that keeps you up at night, you know, that, that, that thought, you know. And if, that's, and if you're being still held on to emotionally, you need to call them off and, and call them, send them an email, get them on the phone, and just say, hey, listen, you know, I'm here in New York now, and every night it's still bothering me that I feel like you didn't accept this, and I just want to let you know I'm okay with that now. I'm okay with you not accepting it because I'm living my dream. And sometimes making a statement like that to the universe where you're, you're acknowledging to that person that emotionally you're able to let go, you physically let go, but now emotionally you're able to let go, that's when you can get that peace with yourself. That's when now you can fully, you know, concentrate on what you want to do with your life. And a lot of times people, they may let go physically, but they don't let go emotionally. And you have to be able to do both, especially with somebody who's like yeah. that, you know, quote unquote bully in your life or that person who's holding you back. Yeah, that's definitely true. Something um, I work with mindset coaches and something that they say is even like if you don't want to even reach out to the person, just write a letter, just, get it you have to get it out eventually so that it's out of you like it doesn't the person doesn't ever have to know but you have to get it out of you have to get it out some way so even if you don't like 
send the email or whatever, like get a piece of paper, write it down. And just like you said, you have to, you have to release yourself emotionally because you can't be emotionally attached to things you can't control. 100%. Without yeah. a doubt. Without a doubt. Every You're day you live that dream and I make it happen, right? Yeah. People say, oh, it's a secret. Yeah. Secret is get up early and work hard <laughs> and don't stop until it's done. That's the secret. That, <laughs> there's yep. no magic pill. There's no magic formula. There's no magic website. There's no magic agent. None of that. It's 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 mm-hmm. learning your craft, learning your trade, knowing it 100%. You know, the other day, one of the photographers we were working with, there was this one model, uh, Chris Mendez, you might have interviewed him, and he says, I love working yeah. with Chris because Chris knows the modeling industry better than I do. And he goes, the one thing as a photographer, I should know photography and lighting, but I should not know posing. I should not know that. The model needs to know that better than I do because then now – that's where the magic happens. So, you know, and, and I'm yeah. just giving that example because, of course, you know, our, 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 your show is about the entertainment industry and so forth. But, you know, this, you know, the great thing about working in entertainment, what I found is the values and the lessons that I've learned here and speaking with you and working with the company are the same values that are able to transcribe to any type of industry and just to, like, you know, life lessons. Yeah, the principles so, are the same across all, everywhere. That's exactly. very true. It's just the basic principles of success are applicable yep. to any industry, to anything in life. And the same principles that existed a thousand years ago and the same principles that will exist a thousand years from now. Maybe very the true. technology will change. Maybe the device will change. Maybe the, 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 the description will change. But the principles, the underlying foundation will always be the same. Hard work, dedication, professionalism, being nice, respectful, and and wanting to help others, and literally, you know, your whole life changes once you adopt that mentality. That is the absolute truth. Yes, ma'am. I've had a lot of fun talking, but um, our can you believe our time is up? These half hours like they fly by. Oh, so boy. it's amazing. It seems like I was just talking to you for five seconds. All right, well, listen. I know, it's a pleasure, right? Um, speaking with you. And, um, you know, I'm going to be flying back soon, so I'll be back up on the East Coast. So I can't wait to uh, be on uh, next week's podcast. Awesome. I can't wait to have you. I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for your time today, Michael. Thank you for having me, as always. All right. Have a great night. Bye, guys. Bye. Well, thank you so much for your time tonight listening to our podcast. I hope that you learned something. I hope that you take some of these principles and apply them to your life. Um, if you are interested in becoming a model, a musician, or an actor, make sure that you head to the website at ammsociety.com so that you can get signed up for a live webinar and learn everything that there is to know about the entertainment industry. Also know that we do have an event coming up in November in New York, so you want to make sure you get into the webinar as soon as possible so that you can partake in that. Say, as always, thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you hit subscribe and download this episode. Thank you so much. Have a great night.